Live from Gutter Cat Studios in the Metaverse, it's time for another episode of the Crazy About Crypto Show. And now here's your host, Crazy Carl. Hey yo, what is going on? This is our final show of 2021, so welcome. And if you're listening to the podcast, hello from all around the world, and welcome to the Crazy About Crypto Show, an interactive live podcast on Twitter Spaces for anyone exploring crypto and wanting to learn from others that have already dived into the space. From NFT artists to savvy crypto investors to everyday people just like you and I, this is a place where we can come together and learn about this new wave of innovation. Today's guest is yet another example of how diving into the Web3 space with talent and vision can change the course of your life in a short time. Entering the space in February of this year, he went deep down the NFT rabbit hole and started creating a vision of how he could turn his cat doodles into a cool NFT art project. His blue cat came to life in July as a 10,000 PFP project called Cool Cats, each with unique traits. The cats were sold out in a random for 0.02 ETH, or about $50 at the time. And today, less than six months later, the cheapest cool cat is 400 times higher on the secondary market at 8 ETH, or about $32,000. A talented artist and true community builder, it's my honor to share this stage today with the one and only creator of cool cats, Klon. What is going on, man? Thank you, dude. This is quite the intro. I appreciate that. You know, um, it, it, well. it's it's got to be insane looking back on this year and just uh, just kind of dwelling on the journey of you know Klon a year ago before any of this started and and Klon today like this leader of a huge NFT uh, community and it's just a really really uh, it, it's got to feel humbling and rewarding and it, I just can't I can't even beyond uh, to imagine how it feels, man. It's a wild ride for sure. Cause like, you know, a year ago, no one knew who this cat was and here we are now and people are using it as their PFP every day. So it's a, it's a wild thing to see. Hell yeah. And you know, I've, I've listened to a few interviews and I know that when I saw it, it felt very much like you, like the goal was to become like the Hello Kitty of the blockchain. I've heard you say that before. And I think that it is uh, very much a reality and you're starting to see it take form. And so that's got to be the most rewarding thing. But I want to take it back because I always ask the same question to everyone that comes on the show. And that is just... Tell us, for the people that haven't had a chance to hear it before, uh, just a little bit about your journey into the crypto or the NFT space, whichever came first. Yeah, so um, out of school, professionally, I did motion graphics. And my buddy Evan, other co-founder of Cool Cats, and he's down there, I see you, um, got me into crypto by bringing me onto his project doing motion graphics. And then that kind of snowballed into me helping him more and more. With his project, um, long story short, our dev uh, pulled the rug on us and that fell through. And then we kind of had this wake up moment of like, wait, <laughs> this character I've been drawing for years, let's, uh, let's bring that to the blockchain. And it was specifically this one poster in my room that had like all these cats, all these cats with different outfits on and stuff. Uh, I've shown it off a lot, but uh, it's a big inspiration for where Cool Cats is today. And we met Tom and Link, the other two co-founders of Cool Cats, through the blockchain. It was one of the first uh, 
NFTs I ever bought. And so we met up with them, amazing devs. Uh, they complete the other half for what Evan and I are capable of. And on June, uh, July 1st, we launched Cool Cats and it kind of just exploded. And so here we are today, six months later. I mean, just the journey that you have that you have had by just being in the crypto space, being new to it just this year uh, and starting to dabble in Ethereum and then being like, okay, like I'm going to look into this NFT stuff. And a lot of what I talk about on the show and what I, I hear a lot in your story is that you just found other people that were along the journey with you that were also learning and you decided to build with them. And I've talked about it since July, uh, since I've started this show, but just how important was it to find other people that were maybe newer to the space or people that were trying to understand it as well and just building alongside them instead of always like trying to be the next big project or I mean, at the time when you got started there wasn't really a lot of huge projects the the apes and the cat the gutter cats were kind of taken off but at that point there weren't a huge uh like a plethora of uh profile picture drops happening all the time so what was it like just to like you know have that innovation and that uh to be able to have that spirit to to find people in the space to work with Oh man, being able to work with other people in the space is truly an honor. And my favorite thing is working with other artists in the space or like at least just kind of being a fan of what they do um, and hyping them up in any way I can. Because, you know, like, like I said previously, like I've been working on this character for years, struggling with it and nothing was landing. And so to finally have something hit in the NFT space, it's like, that's all I really want for other people as well. It's such a crazy, like freedom feeling that now I get to draw every day and that's my draw. That's my job. So, um, being able to work with others in the space to get them to do that too, I guess just, that's all I want. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's really cool, especially seeing young artists and talented people like Fawocious or Jasty or, I mean, the list goes on and on, yourself included now. It's like for young artists that are coming up into this new era of blockchain technology, it really allows for a different path. Like you can start watching on Twitter and finding people that are making um, a living doing this uh, because they're starting out young, they're grinding. What what, uh, how is this like life changing in terms of just being able to create wealth for yourself? But then also, how do you see the blockchain, especially being new to it only this year? How what have you learned about the blockchain that makes you so excited about like the future of technology, the future of what's possible for people that want to create? Um, just talk a little bit about what you see in 2022 and beyond for how this can change the way that we live and how we can interact and build well to start off you know for artists it's finally a new platform for you to upload your work to and to actually put a price tag on it um, because previously you just upload it to instagram and then what like it just kind of lived on your instagram unless you sold prints or like you know got big enough where you could do deals or whatnot but what's so great about the crypto space although the learning curve is a little steep once you get into it it's just a great place for to go if you're an artist to like upload your work like i said put a price tag on it and hopefully like form a community around it and it's really interesting to see where this will go in the future um 
kind of, you know, the obvious word in it, token, just the fact that you can now use your, your art as also like a token, a ticket into like utility down the line and how we're going to really just like experiment with that over the next year. I think 2020, we're going to find out like a lot of huge innovations for the space um, because everybody's grinding away and it'll be interesting to see what's next because right now i think you know we're in this like pfp stage of identity you know with at least with cool cats we're trying to go into gamification it's interesting to see like where other people will go with it um as well yeah you know one thing that i just keep coming back to especially as someone that's been in the space for four or five years and and dabbling in crypto i've talked about on the show that feels very lonely when you're like investing in crypto and having to read white papers and there's always dev teams but there wasn't like that human connection and the greatest thing the greatest um analogy i can make about nfts is that they really are like the onboarding tool to financial liberation what i mean by that is like they're making the blockchain cool right like the iphone came out after the blackberry and during the smartphone yeah. era but it was finally a cool accessory it was something cool that was really boring hard to understand and now it's like it's easy to get people in you were intrigued because you're seeing people do art in these projects and you're like i think i can do this and so have you ever sat back and thought about how the generational wealth that early cool cat holders have already gotten from believing in the project and then for you just like how the blockchain and learning about all of this was really not just about like exploring art but also like um, a tool for financial literacy in a way yeah i mean to be honest coming into this obviously that was on my mind of like you know how can you profit off of this i didn't think i'd ever get to this this side of it um but What's also crazy is, like you said, this general wealth kind of created for the the holders of Cool Cats. And I won't name any names, but there's one user who reached out to me and they bought like a, a lot. I'll just say a lot of cats. I won't give any numbers. And they come back from like a two month vacation. and com- They had completely disconnected from uh, crypto and, every- and NFTs. And they come back and they're like, oh, they messaged me and they said, Klon. I just made a million dollars. What happened? <laughs> like, and I was like, oh my gosh, like that's insane to hear. And then recently they said they just like bought a house. And so it's just crazy how, you know, it couldn't have been any longer than six months because that's all that Cool Cats has been out for. But how rapidly different people's lives can change, yeah. uh, mine included. Uh, and, and like that's just one story. I've, uh, I've gone to some of these meetups and people talk about like being able to pay off student loans. And, uh, and that was the same case for me. I was able to pay off student loans. And uh, I know so many young people in the space that I feel like they didn't know what they wanted to do. And now because of NFTs, they kind of have a, a path they can take. And part of that reason is the financial stability of it all. Yeah, you know, one thing that I just love is like hearing those stories, but it's also just such a humbling experience being able to be involved and see, but then you start to realize just like, you know, we it's still such a small niche market too. And it's like, wow, if we're doing this and it's, um, you know, there's, there's only, you know, there's billions of people on earth and there's only like a hundred thousand active like nft buyers it's just insane to think about like all of the people that still haven't even entered and it just seems very much so like 
the uh, the way that you can just buy directly into believing in someone and their project um, really allows for like all these micro ecosystems, which we're now starting to see more of. But you know, as yeah. an artist, you you you're able to really build something important and like build a community. Um, but it's more than your art. And I know I when I was listening to your Bankless interview that you talked a little bit about this. That for you as an artist too, you kind of had to take a step back and start to realize like you're actually running a whole ecosystem a business you know there's fine like there's this token actually is worth money so it's almost like you have shareholders so talk a little bit about what it's been like once you had that realization how you were how you started to think differently about your art more so than it just being a a, you know a 50 dollar artwork that someone's going to appreciate and and something that you can literally continue to give back value to the people that believed in you from the start yeah being able to give back you know in different ways like like the airdrops we do or um just other little things and charities have been crazy too being able to draw something for charity and that have like a value slapped onto it that provides like a a decent chunk of change for these charities who need help um i think that's been my favorite thing with with what i've been able to do with my art in the space but um yeah i <laughs> it is uh, it's it's uh it is crazy though you know i know that when you entered the space you're you're kind of everyone looks for a way to to make, be able to make money or to be able to sell their work but what you've done and what you've built through the cool cat community and um you've even done some things like that you when you started you immediately started a town hall trying to bring people together so you realize the power of like this community and being able to really connect with people um and so what what are some of the best moments that you feel like you've had? What are some of the, your most favorite um, things about the Cool Cat community since launching in July? Oh man, the, when when we launched, the Discord was my favorite place to be, um, and it still is. I just don't always have as much time as I used to to be in there. But just the energy of people, just you know, we can sit in there and only spam cat gifts all day and we're still all having a great time. But it was just the energy of it all and that we're all excited for this this new thing, this new project, um, whether it be ours or a different one. And uh, moments like that and then moments like being able to collab with, with Ghost or Time were just like amazing moments for me. That just it gave me validation, but also was just a very fun thing to do and watching people kind of freak out. It's like, oh my gosh, you're collabing with these, these big names. Uh, and so it was, it was a fun thing to do and a lot of fun towards the beginning. What are, uh, when you think about, you know, also just the people that kind of jumped on board very early on, you had a lot of um, big NFT influencers that really uh, loved the cool cats that that constantly were helping talk about them. Just how important has it been to be able to have that support of um, really big NFT community members and, and kind of talk about the evolution of how you've also tried to, you know, um, incorporate them or how you've tried to tie in leaders in this movement or if it all just kind of happened uh, naturally and still today just kind of happens on its own? I feel like a lot of it does kind of happen on its own, but I've been able to meet a lot of these great people uh, in the space and we've been able to hang out like 
on random days if they come to LA or something or at in New York or in LA or sorry in Miami um so it's it's crazy how at first they they're just these big names in the space and slowly over time we've become in my eyes like friends or acquaintances you know um that were looking out for each other and we're always trying to like keep each other in the loop whether it be a new collab that we both can work on or um, just sharing ideas, really. Yeah, yeah. No, I I feel the same way, especially with the gutter cats. Uh, the people that have been around the longest too, that have been through all the wild like twists and turns, you get really get to know uh, really well because they're almost kind of like the founding fathers. They all believed early on. You've been through everything together, um, and so it's such a it's such a cool thing just to be able to continue to build those connections in real life. And uh, we've talked about it before. Um, just about how, you know, even if the prices of all of these things go way down, like the friendships and the moments that we've had have been so, uh, meaningful, which, I mean, I think right there alone, you know, they're not going to go down because of that one thing, but that we're really building these, uh, important communities. And it's just such a cool thing. Um, some of the relationships that are formed along the way, what are some of the biggest challenges? Cause one thing that I think about is like, as the ecosystem grows, as you get more and more or community members. There's people like when I got into the Board Ape Yacht Club, uh, I wasn't super early. And when I tried to get in or I tried to kind of interact, I did feel kind of left out. And that's kind of how I got pushed over to the Gutter Cat Gang is because I was really trying to get involved and I just didn't feel a place at that time. I still love the Board Apes. But uh, what do you do? How do we try to make an ecosystem where every single person, it doesn't matter if they just joined yesterday or they just joined today, Hey, um, what do we do to try and make sure they feel included and important in the in the whole process of the NFT uh, community? Well, like you said uh, about you know being late to board apes or something, uh, just that feeling of being left out. And at least what we try to do with you know in our in Cool Cats is making sure we cheer you on or just make you feel like you're welcome. And it doesn't matter if you own a Cool Cat or not. It's just are you here with good vibes? And uh, really, I guess, to answer your question is making sure the environment stays positive and that no one's like looking down on each other, that we're all, you know, in it together. And that I always say it, you know, it sounds, it's cheesy as it is, like we're all going to make it kind of thing. Any positive step in the NFT space is a positive step for everyone. So by not creating any barriers and just always welcoming people in, I think it's just going to create a really bright future for all of us. Yeah, and, right. and no one wants to feel left out. It's a scary space, you know? It is. <laughs> and those moments, I think the town hall that you guys did, I mean, now we have, you know, in the Gutter Cat Gang, we do a Gutter Town Hall now. And it's it has been just such a cool place as the community grows to find people that even if they're new, they, they can feel included. They can come up if they have questions. And it's like one of those things where it is like that um, – there, there are certain challenges that you kind of have to address as you continue to grow, as you're trying to create these roadmaps, because when you started in the space in February, there's no way you were thinking about, okay, I need to, I need to, par- I'm going to look into these partnerships, we need this guy to do this. It's like you're really starting to form a, a business, but at the same time, something that you want to be able to be self-sustainable, even if something were to happen to you or any of the, the founding members. So what are some of the things that you're like most excited about looking into 2022 as you grow 
and expand? And what are some things that, you know, that you're thinking about now that at the beginning of this year would have never even been on your mind? Oh, I mean, with Cool Pets coming out, that is definitely what I'm most excited about for for 2022. Uh, Never did I think I'd be able to create this, like, this fun little game with these these little pets and creatures uh that are elemental and how all of that's gonna play and i can't wait for you guys to you know it's gonna slowly build over this entire year but just to see where it ends up um i'm su- i'm super excited for everyone to see um so I- i'm excited to see what other projects do too because uh i feel like everyone was kind of had something to announce uh late this year but mm-hmm. we'll be ready next year so yeah yeah <laughs> it's there's, gonna be a fun year you know i you gotta give mad props to you and in any of the teams that are still kind of at the top because the the, the noise cycle in the space is so loud and you know there's definitely the benefit of being earlier you know most uh, the board apes the gutter cats and um even the cool cats came earlier on you know late may to july um and so it is a little easier to build like these communities when there weren't as many projects to choose from but at the same time it takes a lot of effort to continue to grow it and show that you're not giving up and that you're continuing to expand and so it's got to feel rewarding seeing how many people have been buying and even at such high prices and I can't I, I imagine you think about that when making strategic decisions about how you want this to grow in the future right no I mean it's it's crazy when you see someone new come into the space by a cat and it's it's their first cat and they, they just feel like they're a part of the community but um, making sure that you you look out for those people who are new um, and so I feel like I didn't answer your question. I just uh, <laughs> got lost in thought for a second. No, um, you no, you did. I mean, it is, I just was, I think one thing that I constantly am thinking about in this space is that as we grow, it's like, how do we, how do we elevate this beyond so that, you know, so that prices too, like someone that is, um, it's, it's one thing to just be able to join these communities, but as people continue to join these like really expensive social clubs, it's like, how do the, how do the clubs and the organizations give back to like justify that value? You know, it's like one thing to spend when we, a lot of us were buying in back in May and June, July, we're minting, we're paying a few hundred dollars. Now people are paying tens of thousands and and, and, you know the apes are you're paying hundreds of thousands of dollars it's like wow i can't imagine spending that much money on on like these jpegs and but at the same time it's like i'm not selling mine because i like i want to hold the value of it and so it's like you know you've got to continue to grow and be able to build the business to justify those things and it's like it is it's like that it's just going to be insane to see um how this all continues to evolve and grow and i think coming out of 2022 we're going to see you know the real front runners the the communities that are really taking off starting to build major brands and um and and I think that's kind of the most exciting part to me. And I imagine for you to, to be able to see cool cats, you know, all over the world and in stores, you know, just walking, uh, you know, into a target and seeing cool cat shirts, stuff like that is just, uh, it's gotta be kind of like an end goal and how you can give, um, all of that, you know, success back to the people who believed in you from the beginning. Oh yeah. I mean, exactly. 
I guess going back to what you were saying about um, like, how do you give back to these people who are spending thousands and thousands of dollars uh, on whatever project is making sure that utility is there. And, you know, we see a lot of, a lot of projects like cool cats, you know, dropping a token. So it's going to be interesting to see how like these tokens might be able to pay back to the people who have been supporting for so long. And then it gives, you know, that, that ticket that you've been holding for so long, uh, even more value and it made it more worth it. So, um, that's going to be interesting to see. Yeah. I cannot wait for, I mean, we've already seen kind of tokens launching all throughout this year. You always have had airdrops. Um, and so we see kind of the hype that it gives, but then also, you know, there's the tokenomics and the utility behind the token that you're dropping and making it valuable. And so I, it's gotta be so funny looking back in February, uh, from February though, and looking at where you're at today now talking about like where you'll be able to stake or be able to earn milk and it's like now you know now it's like wow this is insane like we're like building out an entire ecosystem where you're like have its own currency and and everything no it's wild like literally in february i had no idea what an nft well i guess i knew what an nft was and it was a, a jpeg on the blockchain but i never knew what these communities really were or like what the aftermarket was or any of these things and that they aren't just JPEGs. They they hold utility. Yeah, and arguably, um, I think we've all kind of evolved because, you know, I, I, I heard you talk about the bonding curves on another interview. For people that yeah, are newer yeah. to the space, uh, they probably weren't around if you are, like, in the last few months. But before, you know, the Bored Apes dropped, we were, I mean, I was losing all kinds of money from, like, some of these bonding curve uh, derivatives, the, these generative projects. Really, the punks were up there. They kind of had the historical value and everyone else was trying to be come like the punks and that was always like kind of the inspiration i feel like for lots of projects and now seeing the ones that have actually been able to be successful we're able to like look back and study them and i think the the number one thing is like when you have a bonding curve you're not really being fair from the very get-go to all the people yeah. buying in and so people were like the i think the apes were the first ones that were like that's bullshit like i'm not gonna charge the last person t- 20 yeah. times <laughs> yeah. more money so it's like it's just like it's funny how we've evolved in the last even six to seven months and how we've gotten to this point because we are constantly learning from like the mistakes of the people before before us and i think um i think we're gonna see that you know we even the projects that are doing really well will probably have missteps but you'll have you know you when you have a strong community now you have so many people that can help get you back on the right track and i think that is what's so cool about where we're at heading into 2022 is that a lot of these communities are so big and strong, you know, having 50 to 65% unique holders of uh, major projects is just like crazy because you start to see the scarcity go up big time because if yeah. you only hold one, if you if you sell it, you may not get it back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, and like what you're saying about the, the bonding curve, how that was just normal. And then you like being someone who was like putting the numbers together, you just feel like you're being greedy the whole time. You're like, well, the last 100 will be the most expensive. (laughs) Um, But it's, it's even crazy to see how it's evolved with, you know, a new project drops and there's allow list spots um, Mm -hmm. to avoid this, the gas wars, because, you know, when cool cats launched and before gas was like five bucks. um, And now it's just an insane 
thing that you have to balance. Uh, and so it, it's great. It'll be interesting to see what people do with that as well. Yeah. Letting, adding more people into your community. You know, one thing I've got to give you some flowers for, for uh, the Cool Cats, the original art, and this was before anyone had done it, um, is that when when everything was minted, there was all, there was all of a sudden these like, these one of one uh, art and there wasn't anything like that. And the cool, the gutter cats didn't have that. The board apes didn't have like these unique one of one pieces that are just completely different from everything. Uh, all the traits I'd love for you to talk about. And now you've seen them do that. The gutter cats have done that in drops. The board ape did that with the mega mutants. So tell me a little bit about kind of the idea behind that. No one had ever done it before. And, um, the reaction that you saw from the community when they started getting released. So the the one of ones is actually a really funny story. Um, Tom and I were like up late one night just talking about other stuff like the 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 traits or whatever, and we got this idea of like and th- and this is I promise like one to two weeks before we launched, and we're like, wait, what if we did like nine one of one cats that lived in the collection but were like completely different. And we just sprinkled them throughout the, the like, uh, you know, numbers, the minting. Uh, and so, like, I, I worked as quickly as I could in the next two days. Or, like, I forget how long it took to, like, get these things done. Because we were, like, really uh, short on time. And it, it was so short on time that Tom and I were even thinking, like, what if we didn't tell Evan and Link about these, the other two Cool Cat founders? Like, let's make this a massive surprise. Um, and so I made a, a little graphic for, it was like all of the one-of-one cats, but like silhouettes, um, kind of like uh, <laughs> like unlocking a fighter in a video game. And we dropped it, this graphic, like an hour before we launched. And it just sort of like made people freak out and be like, wait a minute, what are these? And no one knew what they were because uh, no one had seen a one of one before. And then it led to Andrew Wang. Uh, like they had all been bought, but then Andrew Wang was the first one to like buy one in the aftermarket. And like it created this kind of ripple effect that was like, whoa, wait a minute. These one of ones are like super special. Um yeah, I mean, I, I still to this day, I mean, you know, you look back at every project, there's things that they do different that end up people looking back and being like, damn, that was really smart. And then a lot of other and you know, it's smart when other people start doing it, you know, <laughs> that's when you're like, oh, shit, we got we were onto something there. And now, you know, when you see people, you know, um, uh, that's like the the greatest form of flattery is when someone like starts mimicking you know something you did because it was so awesome and you've seen some of the top projects doing that in the space uh and it's just like you set yourself apart from the beginning when you did that and the fact that you know that just shows how quick the space moves and how fast decisions yeah. had to be made too like you did this all last minute i did, i had never heard that story that all of that was uh decided like a couple weeks before the yeah. drop date <laughs> Yep, we, it was never going to be a part of the project, and then we were just like, "Wait a minute, let's do this." <laughs> yeah, and now, basically, it's one of those moments too where um, I don't know too much about like development and that sort of thing, or like, and so having Tom there, I'm always like, "Wait, can we do this thing?" And he'll be like, "Yeah," and I'm like, "Okay, then let's do this thing." Hell <laughs> so, yeah! 
dude that was awesome and all of them were so cool too i mean and now you see uh, um all kinds of people doing similar things and projects and it's got to feel good knowing that you guys were one of the i think you were the first i don't think that had ever been done before um and i just think it's so cool to show you know when other people see you doing something awesome there's a lot of people in this space that it's one thing that i love about all the projects that are kind of starting to take um kind of taking lead and kind of being looked at as you know top tier projects or it's a lot of times the communities are what make them so strong um and for a long time in the space you know there was kind of a rivalry because there were such few people and we were all trying to combat and fight for like the few investors that were around and so people you know there were like the communities would start to like you know, like battle about flipping floors and stuff like that. And you still kind of see it today. But I think that in 2022, I think it's got to be one of our missions and goals as like builders in the space to really just keep building each other up because it's like, it's not a good look when we're like putting each other down or like, you know, we're, we're talking bad about another project. Like every community is important in this space and it's even better. It's even better when we can create like these partnerships because not only if if I, I mean, I have a cool cat and I see Farouk is in the audience. Farouk and I, I don't know if you knew the story, but Farouk was on the show and we actually, he wasn't in the gutter. I, I didn't have a cool cat yet. And we actually had uh, decided we would meet off after the show and we did a trade. And now he has a gutter cat and I still have my cool cat. It's, it's even more meaningful to me. I'll never sell that because of, because of that moment. And I think we just need to keep building moments like that in this space because because not only does that show like unity, you're also, if you're uniting together, you're able to kind of expand the clientele because now it's like, you know, if if we're not fighting and we're all collabing, then we can start buying all of each other's projects too. And it just yeah. like distributes wealth. No, 100%. Because it's not like each person can only own one project. It's like people can own multiple projects or they can choose to like, you know, you know, they can choose to do whatever they want. And so it's, you know, it's amazing. Oh, what's up, Farouk? Sorry, I just saw they became a speaker. <laughs> GM. GM. What's up, Farouk? I, I just told that story about you. I hit, I saw you hit that uh, request button, so I didn't know if you wanted to add anything on to that, the story. No, I, I just want to say it is a true story. We, 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 we've created peace within the cats. <laughs> all the cats. Cats, cats, handshake. You know? the, the, yeah, that's what the great cat chat of 2021. It couldn't be greater uh, having Farouk, which is like in the ultimate cool cat, right? Uh, you just like have always embodied the cool cat spirit and really recruited lots of people to become cool cats. But I just think it's like a beautiful thing being able to, you know, to be able to build together instead of like, there's so many niches in the space and it's a beautiful yeah. thing because like those micro ecosystems are really important because there's not enough. You can't have one that if you have t- something too big, you can't make everyone feel valued, right? It just becomes really difficult. Mm-hmm. But if you have like all these micro communities, it becomes one, a lot more manageable. And the people that are kind of leading each micro community really like at the end of the day should all be kind of helping each other out, which is what I've loved about this show. And like Farouk has, has helped me out a lot, you know, Keith Grossman's in here and he he came on my show too after Farouk talked to him. So it's just like when we're able to build together, it's just such a more, uh, it just feels like, uh, it, it just makes you excited to work every day. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, Just like what you said, the fact that we are willing to make these connections and build together. Um, It's so amazing. I don't, you just don't, you rarely see it in a lot of other spaces. Yeah. And I think that one thing that we're starting to see is that the collabs and the people that are actually working together, you start to see them pushing forward to the front even more because they're, they're constantly finding people in the space and doing it the right way. And I think that's another beautiful thing about seeing the collaborations that happen in um, the NFT community is because when you're able to like shake, do the handshakes instead of like back turns, you're just able to do so much more and build so much more beauty. Um, for everyone because now you're like sharing your beauty with others that would have never heard heard it before or seen it before like this room is so beautiful to me because it's just like a melting pot right now like there's so many different profile pictures and different communities in here and I, and I think that's like such a beautiful thing and I think like our oh, yeah. my goal for like 2022 is just like keep blending like we need we need like a melting pot of nfts Right. There's only so many in each collection. So, yeah. What's up, Keith? What's up, Keith? How are you, Con? So, so I saw you pull Farouk up on stage. So I was like, there's no way I'm going to keep my mouth shut for a second. <laughs> um, no, no. Like, first off, Carl, I mean, what, what an audience you have when you look at, like, all the different communities that, that your show brings together. Um, Farouk, actually, um, and he still has this text message, has the text message. What is it from, Farouk? From July? I think July 7th or 8th. Right? Farouk sent me a text. He goes, look at this cool cat community. You have to check it out. The artists and the leadership team is so amazing. And so I bought a cool cat. Um, I remember the first cool cat I ever bought was the one that looks like me. Um, uh, And uh, I I bought it for 0.78 ETH. And I was mocked online. Like the person who sold it to me was like, look at this idiot. This guy at Time bought, the president at Time bought like this cool cat for me for 0.78 ETH. But I came into the cool cat community. And I will tell you that um, the timepiece community is actually modeled off of the cool cats first and foremost. You know, they were my first community I came into there. The community was positive. It was inclusive. It was optimistic. Um, and, and it really, like, that's also sort of like what, what attracted me to, to communities, which I think are, are very aligned with the Cool Cats, the Robotos, the Dead Fellows, and, and others, right? Even if, you know, you know um, but, but I would say that um, what this Cool Cat team has done and through the ups and downs of all the cycles and all the noise and how consistent and steady they've been, they've just been an amazing, amazing, amazing team. Like I, and like, I couldn't, I, I couldn't tell them how much um, I personally appreciate them for, you know, uh, welcoming me into the community and, and the impact that they've probably had in return on, on time. So, you know, Con uh, and I see Ev is in the audience and I think Tom is asleep and, and uh, Link might be asleep, but you know, like uh, these are great. This is a great team, and we love the cats. I just have we to say like it. the cats. <laughs> Thank you so much, Keith. You know, it's got to be. It's one thing that I think is uh, important in any leader of any community is like humility, and I think you really uh, exemplify that, Claude. Because I think when you have, when you're able to build a community where you give voice to so many people, and you're able to kind of allow um, them to have chances to, to chat and get to know each other, which you open up those for- have opened up those forums from very early on. It just allows people to continue to get to know each other and build connections. And then you have, you know, everyone like, 
like uh, Keith was saying, you kind of start seeing people building on their own, like that you can go off and start doing your own thing to help um, build like the brand. And it's just got to be such a it, it, you already are so humble, but it's just got to also just continue to be a humbling experience looking at it and being like, wow, just like so much support for something that um, that I'm a part of. It's like you start to feel less like uh, the leader sometimes and just more like you just constantly want to uplift people. Oh, 100%. And uplifting other artists, like I said previously, is is what I love most. Um because there's just so many artists out there who don't value themselves enough. Uh, like I, I even fell into that trap where, you know, no one's buying your stuff. So you just keep making it cheaper and cheaper mm-hmm. until someone buys it. And so just to be able to like tap on someone's shoulder and be like, no, what you're making is amazing and you should keep charging more. Um, yeah. Just being able to do that is amazing. We've got to keep educating, which is what, you know, now that we've got, you know, now that since Faroque, you're up here, we've got Rug Radio. Uh, we've got a lot more people coming into the space that constantly, it is funny looking at spaces too, Klon. I'm sure you can remember back in the early days when spaces were just around, you like, I could go and look at maybe like two or three rooms going on. Now it's like you're scrolling for like, 10 minutes at all the spaces but that just goes to show how many people are in the space that are building that are trying to network and grow it's just such a beautiful thing to kind of see how it's evolving 100 percent um because like it also used to be on clubhouse yeah yeah, exactly (laughs) yeah when i hosted you guys on week one the first time you guys all came forward to speak actually yeah and i was uh i had no idea like i was so new to it all <laughs> and it was just so thank you thank you for holding my hand through the experience uh for rogue there's Bro, so hold your hand through anything clon i love you baby <laughs> i love you too <laughs> there's so many people we together so we had a moment oh yeah 100 percent. what were you saying for what did you just say i missed that Clon came over and we drew together in LA, but I'm not allowed to show my cat drawings. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're not allowed to show those. I mean, this is just like one super close friendship that you made and there's so many others, but it's just like for how many people have come into this space and for not knowing anything about the blockchain in January of 2021 and now it being December and we're about to be going into a new year and we have complete new leaders in the blockchain world through NFTs. um, It's just really uh, an exciting time. It's cool to see how uh, the blockchain continues to evolve and and how we continue to pull and find, you know, it, technology always innovates. And the best, the coolest thing about innovation right now is that you're just finding better and more unique and more fun ways to incorporate all of the uh, the amazing things about blockchain technology to every part of, you know, entertainment industry. And I think we're going to see that continue in 2022. But um, it's just cool to see the people that didn't have any idea what this was. And now they're like leaders uh, in their own right. And that's been, I think, one of the coolest things for me to watch. You know, like these people like you, like Farouk didn't really know anything about blockchain or like wasn't super invested in crypto. And now here you guys are like 
leading your own and forging your own path going into 2022. And I think we're just going to keep seeing that for every single wave that we get, our new leaders coming forward. And it's like, it didn't matter if you've been around since uh, Satoshi Nakamoto, like you can still be a leader and build in this space. This is worth it just to hear you say that Farouk didn't know anything. You know, I got to say, Farouk, one of the smartest things he's ever done is trade me for a gutter cat, for a cool cat. That was one of the best moments of my life, Farouk. I know. I took an L while you took a dub. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding, y'all. Don't hate me. Don't hate me. I love my – actually, my gutter cat, I really like it because he's got the camo skin and the VR. So You know, I did did have to sneak, and one – I think it was a few weeks ago. I had to go and see if Farouk had um, sold the the gutter cat just um, because uh, he still at times will talk smack on the gutter cat, so I had to go see if he still had it in his wallet. And he he (laughs) did, and I was so – it was – I was so happy. I was like, okay, this cool cat is staying comfy right by my side still. No friendship. It's like the friendship NFT token. Hopefully, it'll, it'll never be broken. Ever. Never. Never. You know, that's really the beautiful thing about um, the space is we just continue to grow. Okay, Klon, I've got to ask, and we'll bring some people up um, because I just looked at the time. It's time for Community Corner. So if you have a question for Klon, get ready to come on up on stage, and we'll um, we'll go ahead and bring a few people that have questions for him up or his journey or going into 2022. Um, but what are you most excited about um, beyond uh, pets? Because I know you're stoked about that. But what are you excited about just with blockchain in general for next year, Klon? Ooh, ooh. Well, it's tough because a big part of it is is pets, and then other things are are things I unfortunately can't drop. Uh, but I, I'm excited for how tokens play into into each project in 2022. I think that's what I'm very excited for. I think it's going to add a whole different layer to what an NFT is. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I think uh, I think we're going to see we're going to be able to learn a lot from different projects again. You know, we all kind of stole the best ideas from each other this year, which is amazing. And you're going to still see that next year because the tokenomics and the utility is just going to be like something that it has to be explored and it's played with and you're going to find the things that work and the things that, you know, don't work as well. And it's just going to, we're going to have to learn from the mistakes of the people that did airdrops this year that are plummeting and just constantly be learning from these types of things. Farouk, I see your hand up and then we'll start pulling people up. Uh, what, Farouk, what, what were you going to say? Clon. When Yes. Tokens. Win token. Win milk. I'm joking. Is 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 um is because I again this question a lot, so I might as well ask you here. Uh, is the tokens, the milk token with the cool pets, this all comes out together? It's like one big launch. Yes. Okay. It's all cool. one big launch. Cool. Yep. Okay. And gold. So gold is part of the ecosystem because of the quests, yep. right? Yeah. Cool. And so that's, that's how you one, gold. That's all tied into January, or how's that? Yes. Okay, all cool. January. Wow. That's okay. All right. Pack your bags January, baby. Yeah. It's going to be fun. I'm excited. It's going to be, next year is going to be insane. There's just going to be so much fun new things happening in the space. I can't wait. I mean, we it's it's like you, when you think you're learning, um, it, when you start to think you're learning about uh, understanding what NFTs are, then it's just like you're thrown a curveball because now there's a whole new element of it. And I think that's just going to keep happening, but it's so cool to see that it's already started. 
All right, let's go ahead. I'm going to start pulling some people up. If you have a question for Klon, there's a tweet pinned above that you can uh, post your question on if you can't come up. Um, and we already have a few people that have done that. But if you uh, can come up, then go ahead and hit that request button because it's time for Community Corner. Get your catnip and questions ready. It's time for you to take the stage for another segment of Community Corner. Hey, okay, what is going on? It's so good to have creative entrepreneur Disturb ETH up here. What's going on, Disturb? Thank you so much for hosting this, Carl. I really appreciate it. Uh-huh. Um, my question for Clone is, is, what are your thoughts on you know Coinbase NFT, this kind of new marketplace coming out for the new year? And, you know, how it will affect sort of the space, you know, I mean, we're sort of seeing a trend of, you know, kind of trying to go mainstream here. Just curious on your thoughts. Uh, it's going to be really interesting because, you know, as we all know, it's there's only like 10K of most of these projects. And apparently, you know, we're onboarding like millions of people with Coinbase. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens with all of that. And, uh, you know, are we going to have to like, fractionalize nfts are we gonna like you know further them into kind of it being a stock in a company or uh i don't know it's gonna be interesting it's just gonna be a a a load of people coming on quickly too um and we're probably it's probably gonna see I, i like to think we're probably gonna see a little bit of a clash between kind of like new nft people and the old nft people but you know making sure we find a way of marrying that together Thank you. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. You know, one thing that I love that you just said is like, it's uh, it's kind of, it reminds me of um, some of the cryptocurrency people. There's a lot that have kind of switched over and been buying NFTs and they add a lot of liquidity. I mean, that's where a lot of the monies come from are from people that are right. into into Bitcoin and Ethereum early. They, they have all kinds of uh, capital. But it's uh, interesting to think as more and more people come in, you do have these waves. And at, at, during every wave, there's people that push back on, on the new wave of, of innovation and they're like, no, like we're still into what what we've gotten it's you kind of see people pump in their bags in that way right like they've got this so they want to keep talking about that they don't want to explore um and so one thing especially for a lot of people that are in the nft space now and one thing i uh you know really think Farouk has done a good job of is like talking about solana nfts is we've got to continue to not be stuck where we're at we got to continue to explore and learn about other spots uh, where innovation's happening and i think i I just love that you mentioned that because we've got to keep that um, in the front of our minds as we move into 2022, as more people come in and innovate is like, learn about it and embrace it and make sure we can learn and get even better instead of get stuck because just this was our time where we kind of came in and now uh, there's going to be other things that uh, that do whatever they want. Like that's just uh, hopefully I feel like the mindset of a lot of the people in this space are going to keep pushing it forward for us to keep thinking and not get stuck. And so I just love that you said that. Yeah, no, 100%. I agree with you. Yeah. Simon is up on stage who is uh just amazing, amazing guy. Simon, what is going on, man? Uh GM Carl, Farouk, Keith, Klon, all good friends up here. Uh I have a question. I don't want to talk about floor prices or where it's gonna go. I wanna know when we hit that next milestone, we know Farouk dumped milk on his head last time. What <laughs> no, celebration no. would you like to see 
at whatever said milestone we know we will hit. I know it was milk on the head, but what do we want to put Farouk through next on video? What would you like to see? <laughs> well, there's milk and there's eggs. So. <laughs> Though, not yes. enough. Fuck you, Clon. Yes. No, 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 no. Let's go. Getting eggs. Getting stone. eggs on the head? All right. <laughs> yeah, we, no, we just chug eggs. <laughs> I'm joking. Please don't do that. <laughs> None of us want to see that. No, then there's going to be all these videos from hospitals uh, across the yeah. world after the the great egg chugging. Oh god! Not only imagine liability. No, but that was the only thing. Just want to say huge congrats, man. I had the cats for a long time. Love them. Can't wait till see what everything comes in January. I know you guys have been working your asses off, uh, and rightfully so. Took a nice break. Hope you all had a good holidays. Um, and looking forward to everything, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I can speak for the team. Uh, having that break was, was very much needed. <laughs> like, you know, we all said we were going to do it, but now that it's kind of, you know, we've been through the break, uh, all of us mentally are just so much stronger now. I feel um, like this is a good time. I feel like we, a lot of us did that in like December. It's like we've got yeah. to maybe even as a community is like push each other where everyone, because you know, like a lot of people say, like the blockchain never sleeps. You don't have a yep. market and open and closed. So it's just constant and it is draining after, you know, doing it all year. So we've got to keep doing a good job of pushing each other towards the end of every year to find that time to take breaks. Cause if we all do it at the same time, it's not like someone is getting, farther ahead while you're yeah. you know taking a break and i think that's the important thing is like having that that time where it's like everyone take a break everyone check your mental health and yeah. uh let's come back in january in full force i'm out like yeah just <laughs> All right, no one, no one try to do anything. It's all <laughs> Yeah, everyone stop for a minute, so I don't get like we don't fall way behind because we took a week off. Because yeah. that's what it yeah, can. Exactly. It it does feel like that sometimes in the news cycle. Eugene uh, Dorfman, who's the owner president of Pro Player Insurance. Welcome to the stage, man. Thanks for being here. Hey, what's up, man? How are you? Thanks for having me on. Oh, of course. So I don't really have a question. I have a more of a statement. And um, so I do insurance for about 50 NFL and NBA guys. And uh, I got into NFT space in August 23rd this year, which is about five months ago. My first ever NFT, get blue helmet. And at that time, I bought it for like 1.9 ETH, which I thought was absurd for a picture of a cat because I wasn't in NFT space. I missed the apes. And I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to buy this and I'll spend eight grand on it. I started learning the NFT space. I started understanding it. And it's, I feel like I've, I've known NFTs now my whole life, even though I've been in it literally for five months. And I just wanna thank Klon for designing this stuff because NFTs, and obviously CoolCat, because it was my first NFT, allowed me to build a bridge with all of my clients because I'm literally now the expert for all of my clients on NFTs. Just today, I spent an hour on a FaceTime with my NBA client who is trying to understand NFTs, build a wallet, put his MetaMask wallet and stuff. And I'm doing it for him where I used to never talk to them because I just did insurance. And insurance is boring. It's whack. And it, I never used to have that bridge. And now I am, am building relationships with all of my clients, building stuff, and in process of designing NFT insurance product with top five corporate insurance companies. And it's just dope. And it's all started with a cool cat. 
It's fucking awesome. You guys keep up a good job. Everyone who puts on spaces. I listen to Farouk. I go to your stuff all the time. It's really dope. Crazy Carl, your stuff is good. Klon, awesome. Just awesome job and uh, keep doing it. Thank you, man. Uh, that means a lot. <laughs> and I'm glad that uh, Cool Cats could be your bridge. Because uh, I know we all kind of need that. that like, the blue that cat is never fr- the blue cat is priceless. Oh, the blue man. cat in the night. I think it's cool cat is. Hold on, let me see what number it is. I think I'll tell you right now. With the little uwu the face, blue cat, I see it in your banner. Yeah, 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 yeah. So cat fifty four one nine, priceless because it literally is a bridge to everything. It's my rite of passage into NFTs. Right of passage in the future, and it's just awesome. So keep up the job, guys. Amazing. Yeah, thank you for coming up, too. I think one thing that's beautiful is it's got to feel good, Klon. That's kind of what we were talking about earlier is just, like, hearing those stories. And, like, there's for there's thousands of those, you know? Like, the and I think one cool thing about the Cool Cats is, you know, they're, they are a little different in terms of the little look. And I know you did that on purpose to make them, you know, more family-friendly, to be able to get them uh, more marketable in stores, things like that. And so, you know, it's a, it's a great segue for people that are just trying to learn about the space. And so it's uh, it's got to be good to hear those types of stories always man it, it always makes me happy and that's like honestly like all i want out of it at the end of the day yeah <laughs> just to hear that it's like being able there's one thing about you know one thing when you finally uh everyone has a dream of having money or making money or and a lot of people get in the space for that reason but all of a sudden once you have money or once you don't have to worry about that anymore you're like oh wow that's that's cool. Now what? Like, I don't really need like a mansion or I don't need a Ferrari. Like, so what do I do? And it's, it's, it's cool because I feel like the, the mentality of a lot of people in this space is just like immediately, like, how do I, how do I give back? How do I provide value for other people? How, how can I change this and, and, you know, help um, build in this space so that I'm not just helping myself, I can help others. And I think that is the power of like what makes the blockchain different and what makes it continue to just take off because it's, it's the res it's the, um, retail buyers that are really the first ones in, you know, we're all just helping each other. 100%. Yeah. I totally agree with you. Uh, all right, we're going to move to, it says, Son of Refugees, Equity for All, Saylee. Oh, man, it's good to have you on stage. What's going on? Hey, shout out to everybody. Um, thankful to be here. Before I get to my question, just a little bit of background, um, newer to the space, you know, just my immediate reaction is just to really invest in anything that immediately makes me happy or radiates joy and, and nostalgia, you know, so got to shout out Khan for 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 blue cat and cool cats overall i actually got a spot through vinny's drawing contest which is oh uh, let's go like, yeah yeah which shout out vinny. yeah so i'm inspired into the new year to like get an apple pencil and just do it a little bit every day but for Klon, my question for you man is just what is maybe a daily practice or, or something you do on a normal basis to kind of keep your your love just for dueling uh going oh that's a that's a great question because like uh, you know, some people know this, but in case you don't, like in 2018, well, back it up a little bit further. I started cartoonist in 2015, and I've been drawing the cat for years. And then in 2018, I just hit this wall where I never wanted to draw it again. And so, like, kind of to get out of that headspace is to to take a step back, realize what you love about it, and then maybe like 
take it a different angle. And for me, that was NFTs. It was like, all right, cool. Let me take what I love. And that's the character and, you know, and everything I formed around it. And then just now put that on the blockchain. Cause previously I, I'd fallen into this trap where uh, blue cat had to be doing something that was cat related or else people didn't like it. And I, I hated that cause I wanted people to recognize the illustration and the character. And so uh, it means a lot that everyone here has recognized that because um, that's that's all I desired. Um, I don't know if that answered your question, but it's kind of the story of Blue Cat a little bit and how I how I brought it back, I guess. No, yeah, I appreciate that. That's that's so dope. Um, so yeah, just shout out to you, bro. Oh, like yeah, that. thanks, Ailey, for coming up here. I really appreciate you uh, taking time. I love whenever new people in the community come up, and I love uh, Farouk and O'Shiny and a lot of the big NFT influencers because they don't, you know, it doesn't matter if you have uh, 5,000 or uh, 100,000 or if you only have a, f- a hundred uh, people that follow you. Um, it doesn't matter because they, they, we want to continue to get to hear from everyone. So thank you um, for constantly just be having that courage because sometimes being new to the space people uh, are afraid to hit that request button so always uh never be afraid and always um be courageous and constantly be learning because this is a space that uh, it can feel intimidating um but once you're actually talking to people everyone's so welcoming so thank you so much for coming up here too on stage all right 100 percent We've got uh, a few different questions under the pinned tweet, so I'm going to go through a couple of those. One of them is just talking about how you're being able to hear um, your story is so relatable um, because there's so many new people coming to the space kind of looking for how they should get started. Um, And so I would love to ask the question um, here, just what is your advice uh, to other people that are new to the space that maybe haven't had as much luck what are some of the things and advice you give to people when they ask what they can do to kind of build in this space uh it depends like uh i guess for me i can mainly talk about the art side and maybe how to build as an artist and part of that is what i've always done with blue catch is kind of creating a brand for yourself um and making something people can relate to or uh, staying authentic to yourself, but making sure that you're like innovating on that. Um, I I guess it's just trying to find little ways to keep it interesting. Um, and I know that's kind of a, yeah, it's a, it's, it's such a hard question. Um, and especially being a builder, you know, you're, there's always like, um, you always kind of get lucky in some ways. There's always, it's, you, you can be the most talented person and not be discovered. Uh, and so I think that's another thing is just, I think that's where like the building organically. And you said kind of like one thing that I always tell people is if you're not on Twitter or if you're like into the crypto space or NFT space, you're want to learn more like get a nft twitter like start looking at what people post and learn about it and find some friends in the space and i think um that's always i think the key because if if no one knows about it that doesn't mean go and talk about yourself and your project or your art all the time it just means you get to know because friends support friends so if you become friends you're always going to come across uh more appealing than like slimy salesperson right and so i think that's um that's always advice i give is always to like build around you and not always look up at the others that are building above you oh man you you hit the nail on the head 
friends support friends like going into different communities whether it be on twitter or discord and just kind of like don't be in it to just pump your own project be in it to like make friends and then like you said friends will help friends because they want to see each other succeed and if they think that you're a genuine person they're just going to continue to help you yeah you know yeah I couldn't I couldn't agree more and I think we're starting to see so much of that and I think that's like after people are in the space for a short time even if it's just a month they start to see that and I feel like that's something we've done really well this year is permeate that sense of um, collaboration and building together and getting across the message of like don't just go and shill I don't see as many people shilling projects and art anymore I see them more coming up and really vibing and talking and getting to know each other and that is what is going to make the difference is like it, it has such more of a human element to everything we're building when when we put that first instead of like put it on the back burner as like something we have to try to get uh done at the at after we launch our project yeah 100 percent. so i and i think your your success also was i mean you had a lot of people that you knew you were in clubhouses so when you finally launched your project it's not like you were some guy that no one knew about um you had a team of people that had been in the space and so it just goes to show like building around you is so important and uh, i hope that's something people continue to hear and i i feel like i um my wife says that sometimes these shows i say the same things but <laughs> but we always are having new people onboarded and so I feel like some of these messages have to just, we've got to reiterate them because every day there's, you know, a hundred new people come into the space. 100%. Yeah. So. You definitely have to like repeat yourself. I know what you mean by that. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you feel like you've told uh, the story of the blue cat at least a hundred <laughs> yeah. times this year already. Yeah. I got I got a dialogue down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let me actually, I've got this memorized. So please don't interrupt me for the next minute. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Literally that. Like, I'm already, all right. Uh, even exactly. even talking about the cartoonist, I won't even start to bring that up. But I mean, you have the <laughs> you've got it all down, man. So it's uh, it's awesome to see the success you've had this year. I will ask a final question. And this is the biggest question of the night, and it comes from my wife, Crazy Carla. Uh, she um, she's uh, she's not here. We have our baby is sick right now, so she's in uh, in bed with the baby. But um, she, I, I talked to her about this before the show, um, and I know I had talked to you about this about if you had any gutter cats, and you know I'm a big. Um, uh, I talked to you about how that's always been kind of my community because they accepted me early on. So I know you don't have a gutter cat. I did the same thing to Farouk. I have a lot of gutter cats. You have a lot of cool cats. Is there any way that I can get you to trade with me uh, for a gutter cat for a cool cat at the end of the show? Oh, I it's not it's not because of what you're providing or anything. I can't trade any of my cats. I do oh, no. My, my cats I are used for uh, I'm going to use my remaining 20 cats for a storyline. Oh, um, gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So like you got to use them. I, I you got to use them. them. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. actually makes a lot of sense. I can't knock you for that. So then the goal, I guess, will be we've got to somehow get you in the gutter cat gang. So I'll have to talk yes. with you yes, and, we and we'll, <laughs> we'll get you, we'll find you a cat or a species uh, to get in the gang. Cause I know 
all, everyone, we, there's a lot of people in the gutter cat gang. We talk about the cool cats a lot. And I know for a while during the beginning, there was a lot of friction when we went back and forth with uh, floors going up and down. And there was definitely friction between like some of the cool cat community and gutter cat community. And I feel like both communities have grown so much, which is why I love like just trying to symbolize that um, by asking and to do some trades. Um, but, you know, just getting getting you involved or even just you holding a gutter cat to show, you know, just that these communities really are growing together and that we're not we're not divided. Oh, absolutely. No, I'm uh, I'm, I'm looking at a halo trait. Right yes, now. I was going to mm. say the trade that I was going to try to do with you, I was not going to be happy with because your banner is all the halos. I was like, he needs a really good halo. And I'm halo sure. One, yeah. yeah, we can and we can definitely help you in the discord after too, because there's some people that are always looking at snipes in the gutter cat gang. But yeah, we definitely should get you a halo gutter cat. Oh, well, I see one now. <laughs> oh, look at him! If you buy one yeah. right now, you're just you're just gonna go snipe one while you're on stage in a spaces. That would be such a beautiful thing too. It's gonna take some time. I gotta move some stuff around. Oh, just... <laughs> uh, Keith, what do you think about all this, man? How beautiful is it just to see communities uh, coming together and growing? I mean, I I love it. I you know somebody asked me once, what's more important um, in this Web three space, uh, revenue or community? And I and I said community, one hundred percent. I didn't even miss a beat on it because without community, there's nobody who values any of your assets. And um, you know, I I go back, and I don't mean to be like a broken record, but I do spend quite a lot of time in the Cool Cats community. Con, you can attest to that, no? Right? Oh yeah. Like, I mean, like. Um, and it's like, you see very quickly with community that, that when you have a values-based community, um, and what I mean by values-based community is, is, you know, like I said, in the beginning, my favorite aspect of the cool cats was that, that, you know, they were positive and optimistic and inclusive, you know, I think over time values, and this is something that, that you know, our owner, Time's owner says, Mark Benioff, oftentimes to me, it's values create value. And I think that that's what you see with the cool cats. And I think that that's what you see with a, with a lot of great communities um, is this notion that when the values lead and the community can uh, sort of associate themselves around sort of um, a commonality, meaning that like they bought into a cool cat and, you know, the rarity of the cool cat might reflect some sort of status or whatnot. But what really makes it exciting is, is you know, finding like-minded individuals at a moment in time where all of us are kind of lonely still, right? And, like, I think that that, that screams volumes about the value of community. Um, I, I would say it's the single most important aspect of Web3 PFPs. You know, and I couldn't agree more. And I've got to give a huge shout out to you, Keith. I mean, I have a very small discord and you still find time to pop in. And I have no idea how you do it with such a busy schedule. But you really, 
I mean, you embody what it means to really um, be involved, and it doesn't matter how busy you are running Time the <laughs> Time Magazine. Uh, you know, it's like you're still going to find time to uh, connect with the people that are growing in the space with you. And I, uh, I gotta tell you, it always means a lot when you stop by. Um, and I know, I'm sure in in the Cool Cat Discord, it's the same feeling. Is just like you taking that time to really uh, continue to build and get to know people in this community. Uh, it, it means the world and shows it, it just shows the values you have. Well, well, thank you. You know, look, I, I will say this. I have no problem being on Discord as long as it's muted, right? Because I can't stand the beneath. <laughs> yeah, I've got, yeah I, amen I, to that, man. But, but, um, Can the devs do I, something? Yeah. <laughs> or can we just find a different platform? Um, or, you know, like, uh, no, no, no. You know, like, um, I, I always, I do find time. Like, I, you know, when I have, when I can multitask or when I'm like catching up on things or, or whatnot, the only way for me, and you have to remember, like, it's, this is all new for all of us, right? Like I'm learning every day and like, holy crap, is this space evolving quickly? Um, you know, the only way I learn is, is by interacting with everybody in real time. And, uh, you know, that's, you know, you know, while it might be fun on some, for some people to interact with me, like you, you have no idea what it's like for me. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like the world's biggest sponge. Right. And so I love jumping into the different communities and seeing how people are, are interacting. Um, I can't stand it when John Knopf is in the same community as me. That's the only person (laughs) that I find very abrasive. You know, I'm glad you're saying that with him sitting there and can't say anything in return. I I know, totally. But I also love, because I don't know if you remember when you were on my show, your your sarcasm came through, which I'm a very sarcastic person, but I didn't know you at the time as well. And so, uh, do you remember uh, Doctor, what what Doctor was on? I kicked her out of the room. Remember, it was a... Doctor a doctor Aditi, that's right. It is like, uh, she came up and I kicked her out of the room because you said, Oh, no, not her. And I was like, Okay, I guess I'll kick her. And you're like, Oh, no, why did you do that? She's she's like the nicest human being on the planet, and you just kicked her out. But, yeah, but you know, no, all, all kidding aside, you know, there, there, there are a lot of really wonderful people in this space, and um, you know, to bring it back to Khan for a second, um, you know, Khan is is by far one of the nicest you know, uh, most genuine uh, leaders in the space. And, you know, there's there's very few people that I could definitively say that, that you know, in real life, it was, even for me, it was like, it was so fun to just sit down and have breakfast with Kwan and Evan when they were in New York for mm. NFT NYC. And so, you know, what, what he's built with his team is just, just awesome, for lack of better words. And for those of you who don't know my sarcasm, I, I personally do love John Knopf. Um, and since he can't defend himself, he's he's an excellent an excellent human being. Everyone loves John. Anyone that's been in the space for a minute. Now John's requesting to come up. But before John comes hey. up, I wanted uh, to give it back to Klon because I saw something happen and I wanted him to say what happened. Uh, you want to, Well, let's, uh, oh, let's man. that tweet button. Let, <laughs> let's see. Hold on one second. I got to... I got to see if I can um, do something real quick. What's up, John? Hey, what's up? I just wanted to jump on stage and ask Keys a question. Um, being the president of Time Magazine, how do you have so much time to sit on stage and flood <laughs> me all the time? <laughs> <laughs> I multitask, John. That they teach you. You're an exceptional, you're an exceptional multitask. But aren't you an introvert, John? <laughs> yes, how I am. That's why, that's why I sit on stage. So behind... much time on stage. How are you on <laughs> 
as an introvert able to spend so much time on stage talking to people? Because I hide behind my phone, Keith. Have you met oh, me in person? Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, wow. It's so funny. It's John in his purple hair. It's so funny that you say that, though, because there are so many people, I, I would consider myself more introverted, too, like, I don't need to be in the center of the stage, but so many, when you just uh, can be yourself and have your voice, and it uh, also goes to show, it's like, John can be the first one to tell anyone, don't be afraid to come up, because if if we can get up on stage and, like, lead rooms and talk with people, like, anyone can do it, it's just breaking down barriers, really, at the end of the day. Wait, can I just one last thing and, and crazy Carl, then I just want to turn it back over to Klon, you know, because this is his time. Yeah, it's really rude question. of you to keep no, uh, taking know, over the stage. I can't I believe this. This is what Keith does. This is what Keith does as the president of time. This is my last question. <laughs> Thinks he runs John, everything. And this is this to John Knopf, okay. Is that your forever age? <laughs> Uh, no, this, this is not my forever. <laughs> no, don't you know, John just John puts his profile picture of his ape that he's looking to sell so he can market it. <laughs> it's an advertisement. Again, if, if someone offers me three hundred and forty seven eight for an ape, it's pretty much I'm gonna not gonna turn it down. So no generational wealth for real. I mean that was incredible. Um, but I just pinned up, up above. Klon just bought his first gutter cat, which is a a halo gutter cat, and I think nothing you know uh, in this. It, to end the year to just show like these that our communities are always uplifting each other and building clon i mean that just honestly i i'm kind of at a loss of words i didn't expect you to do it so quickly but uh it's just it just goes to show the kind of person you are man well i mean to be honest like I, you had mentioned this earlier you know when cool cats had had launched there was definitely some tension between the gutter cats and and cool cats but over the course of time I have met many gutter cats and it just goes to show that it doesn't, you know, some voices might be toxic, but you can't like judge a community off of that. And, uh, the gutter cats have been great otherwise. And it, I need to join the gang like I did with the, uh, the, uh, the apes as well. That's awesome. honor, Honor those who came before. So, well, I, it means the world because what you just said, I think, is so important is that, like, we always are evolving in the NFT and the Web3 space. We're always evolving to be better. And I think that's important is, like, there's times where I, I will be 100% honest that I was, like, I was looking at the gutter cat gang and, and disappointed. I was like, why is this happening? Like, we're just look, we look so bad right now. And instead of, instead of just like, I, I had a choice, I could just sell or I could just try to like distance, but like I, or you can just try to make it better. And I think yeah. when enough people that are just, that want the space to be better, step up and become the leaders, uh, then, you know, we just keep pushing the space in the right direction. And I couldn't be more happy now, like with where the gutter cat gang is in the last two months, just like fixing all the toxicity that I felt like there was. And it's just so cool when you have uh, everyone work together just to be able to bring things back um, and, and be able to push the ball forward with positivity and love. 100%. So we love you, Klon. We love the cats. Um, Gang, gang, welcome to the gang. Your first gang, gang can be on the show.
Yeah, yeah, gang, gang, <laughs> gang, gang. <laughs> yeah, just a bunch of just a bunch of DJs running around saying gang, gang. That's what it's all about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> all right, guys, this has been an amazing show. Thank you again so much. What a great way to end um, the year, Clon. Thank you for taking time out of your um, busy schedule to be on the show and to talk with everyone. Um, and if is there anything that you want to say to close us out before we we go to that? outro i mean i I mean it's the easiest thing to say we like the cat we like the cats cats. that's right we like the cats cats. (laughs) baby thank you so much everyone for being here it's been such an honor to just be able to be on spaces with so many legends this year and i can't wait to continue doing it in 2022 but uh i also gotta tell you when when you followed me out of nowhere one day i was just like i had been trying to message you but your dms are locked probably for a good reason because guys like me trying to spam you but all of a sudden you found me and it couldn't have been a better feeling having you find me organically um and i now just being able to come and be on the show um it's just the perfect end to my 2021 so thanks again for doing this yeah thanks for having me this was fun hell yeah all right guys let's take it away Hey, really quick shout out to this Keith has been for taking time out of the Gutter schedules. Yeah, thank you, Keith. Are for educational purposes only. You should never take financial advice from a cat or anybody, really, especially financial advisors. Take control of your own financial future and do your own research always. That's all for now. Until next time, we'll see you in the metaverse.